Audio Mission. Audio Mission. Hello, this is Mike Stranks, welcoming you to this special podcast from CMS. I wonder if you're one of the 8 million people who tunes into BBC One every Sunday night at the moment to watch the popular memoir-based series Call the Midwife, which is set in the 1950s. Here at CMS, we were fascinated to see Miranda Hart's character, Chummy, addressing an envelope to the Church Missionary Society as she applied to do six months mission service in Sierra Leone. Although it's almost certain that Chummy is a fictional character, we couldn't resist trying to find a real missionary midwife who set sail for Sierra Leone in the 1950s. It turns out that just such a person lives down the road from our offices in Oxford. Former mission partner Eve Vaughs even trained at the same place as the fictional Chummy, at St Thomas's Hospital in London. Eve had wanted to be a missionary from a very early age, and she trained and practised as a community midwife in Southampton. So I asked Eve if there were any similarities between her experiences and those depicted in Call the Midwife. Yes, there certainly were. I cycled round everywhere, middle of the night. It wasn't a problem then. And um, got a telephone call to say so-and-so was in labour and um, went off. Most of the worst slums of Southampton had been bombed, so it wasn't quite like the scenes in Call the Midwife, but it was quite basic and back-to-back houses and very limited. Some places we didn't sit on the bed because we didn't want to go back with more livestock than we came with. (laughs) (laughs) So you identify very much with all of that as depicted on the television. Very much, and the warm friendliness of the people. It was um, not long after the war, and one of my uh, patients, her husband was the silverer on the Queen Elizabeth or Queen Mary, and they produced steak and asparagus uh, to feed me after I delivered the baby, and I, I mean, I'd never seen that sort of thing in my life. So I did very well. Other other places was a cup of tea, which was always very acceptable, even if you inspected the cup surreptitiously before you drank from it. <laughs> so was there a lot of thinking on your feet? Because you were there on your own delivering these babies. Yes, that, that horrifies me now. I suppose I would have asked somebody, as they did in Call the Midwife, to phone if I needed help but I can't remember ever needing help. So how long were you in Southampton before you went to Sierra Leone? After I had done my training, I went, spent about six or nine months as a staff midwife and then um, went to CMS training. Now, when you got to Sierra Leone, you weren't, of course, practising as a midwife then, were you? No, not at all. There was just a, a married couple and another nurse, and um, we just did clinics in the villages. We went in the Land Rover and saw anybody who came. Was was that right that you could only stay in Sierra Leone for a, a specific length of time because the climate was so fierce? Yes, it, we did 18-month tours there, whereas other places might go up to four or even five years. So when I'd done a year there, 
I went to Nigeria for six months just to finish off the 18 months and I suspect to see a more normal setup. And did you go back to Nigeria after that six no, months? No, no, I told CMS I would go back to Sierra Leone or Nigeria, so I went to Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> and in Uganda, you practised as a midwife? I visited maternity and child health clinics, which were run by two midwives, African-Ugandan midwives, and sometimes an assistant health visitor. And I would visit them every month and take their medicines and check their books and so on. The, the times I was hands-on were weekends or weeks when I worked in the hospital. So how long did you stay in Uganda altogether? Oh, about 12 years. And did you find that a very fulfilling experience? Yes, I did, yes. I very much enjoyed going on safari, replenishing all the drugs and such like. And then, of course, we had quite a lot of excitement with President Obote and um, Amin and so on, which made a different sort of interest. But, of course, Uganda wasn't the end of the story, was it? No, it wasn't. Somebody came out from headquarters and said the, the medical... A system is working well in Uganda. Congo has been asking for a doctor for 25 years, but now they have agreed to have a health visit. So they said to me, we'd like you to go to Congo. And how long were you in Congo then? About 10 years. So this is a, a vast experience you've had, isn't it? Does that mean you've kept a great love for Africa? It certainly did, yes. Yes, it was about, it was virtually all my working life, 25 years. Did you feel yourself drawn closer to God in times of crisis and hardship? Yes, I did. One time I certainly was relying very consciously on God was when the army had been attacking our child health and maternity centres and they had attacked and raped the midwives in one place and the hospital manager and I went out to evacuate another place and as we drove there, we lovely coffee blossoms, sweetly scented, but also the bodies of people who'd been killed and they'd forbidden them to bury them so they were just lying on the road. And then we got to the maternity centre and wanted to take the midwives back with us. But they said, no, we don't want to go. We've had terrible, heard terrible stories of Kampala and we want to stay here. They had the ward full of mothers and everything was working normally and they didn't want to go. We knew the effect on the village would be devastating if we suddenly took their midwives away. So we left them. After about 10 days, I was allowed to go back and all was well. But that was a time when I, I dramatically was leaning on God. All these years on, you're still a keen and enthusiastic supporter of CMS. Some people would say, well, you did your bit. Isn't it time for somebody else to do that now? Well, we certainly do want other people to, <laughs> to do their bit, but there's no reason for the white hairs to stop. But, but why do you think CMS and what it does is so important? 
the gospel is a gospel of wholeness, um, body, mind, as well as spirit. And I think it's up to us to share the good news that we have in Jesus. Eve Vos was reflecting on her life serving God as a nurse mission partner in four countries in Africa from the late 1950s. Maybe you've got some skills that could be used by God in this country or overseas. Or maybe, like Eve, you want to support CMS through prayer, giving or active involvement. If either of those apply to you, then please do contact us and we'd be happy to discuss in an unpressured way what might be appropriate for you. I'm Mike Stranks and this has been a CMS Audio Mission podcast. Audio Mission, a CMS podcast.